You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. Guys and girls, Talking League Round 23 live Facebook Q&A. And this is going to be our final one for the year. My name's Jake, and I'll be hosting the show tonight. Also here with TK and Rolly to answer any last-minute questions you guys have. Um, so get questions now. I know a lot of you might not have any trades left, but send us anything, narratives, banter, any trades on your mind, just any bit, anything for a little bit of fun for last show of the year. But anyway, uh, we'll bring in the boys. Uh, TK, how you going, mate? Uh, I know you've had a pretty long uh, fantasy season, so... How you feeling? Mate, three weeks to go. I've actually got, what, 19 plays. So I was hanging on by a thread to, to rank 210. Mitchy Bozis is back. So, yeah, hopefully some good scores. Hopefully he can crack that top 200 there, man. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, a bit, bit like that this week. A few of those injured players coming back. A few more green dots on the radar. Rolly, how you going, mate? Sorry I wasn't at cricket training today. Uh, had a fit, bit of a little bit of work on, but um, didn't get you to see this of. So how you doing? No, all good, Jaggy. Yeah, good to be here. Last one Sweet for the day. season, so yeah, hopefully no more injuries this week and I can hold me trade for a little bit longer. Absolutely. All right, TK, you already told us your rank, but um, any, did you, you're all out of trades and what's your team sort of looking like? Who's Who are you looking for a big score this week? It's interesting because Mitch Moses is still in doubt, right? And I was panicking because I'm going to put the C on Hines and my extra players was Mam, who's also in doubt, but also M buyers in 19th Man. But then I had a look at the draw and the doggies don't play para until Saturday. So I, if anything bad happens, I can always switch Burden into halves and Embi into the centre. So I'm not as panicky, even though Embi's probably going to score us a good five. But <laughs> it is what it is, right? Yeah, At least is. we're going to field a 17. I nearly went Munster, eh? I'm, I'm still tossing it up before kickoff whether to go Munster, put the big C on him, because I think big he's going to get large against large. Right, Riley. What about your team? How's your rank looking? What's your trades like? Give it us. Uh, I'm fifteen hundred at the moment. Uh, rank trades. I've still got the one there holding for injuries. Uh, hoping to God, no more injuries again this week. When the glitch come in on Monday, I was wanting to use my two hundred sixty-five k to upgrade Kennedy, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, similar to TK with the captaincy sort of thing. Like looking to make a move and. Like, Munster's showing some good form there. They're thinking he's going to go back to fullback again this week. He loves Suncorp, loves the Broncos. Big game. So, could be worth a gamble. Contract here too, Riley. He's just rejected yeah. the storm as well. He's going to be in for a big one. Dolphins, Absolutely. four years for six million. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, I know Andy went a bit trigger happy on the, on the buttons on Wednesday show. Uh, now it's my turn. Let's see if this works. Ah, uh, there we go. For those listening on, on audio and those on Facebook, got my team up. So playing around with a little screenshot here, so you can see my mouse on screen. But that's that's my team at the moment. It's got no trades left, so not looking too good. But my rank's slowly improving. Um, Lupin, 
May and Pole in that last number 17 spot. Rest team's looking okay, though, so hoping for another big 1,000-plus um, week this week. Now, anyway, Jack, that's enough. Rank of 189 in round 23, what did mm-hmm. you spend your 10 bucks on, man? I haven't spent it yet, so I'll, I'll probably a bit, I don't know, probably Indian tomorrow night, I reckon. So nice. Man, yeah, got a nice little Indian chop here in Rocky, so might right. try to use it on that. <laughs> anyway, that's enough for me. Uh, we'll get into some questions, eh? Let's see what we got here. Um, start off with Jonte Haston. So, TK, Yo or Lane? Uh, I'm guessing this is for a trade-in option. So, I'm guessing for a head-to-head semi-final. Who are you taking out of those two? The boys carried on about Lane over and over again. I just couldn't stop him on Tuesday. I don't know if they're setting people down a bad path because he's been in good form, so he's probably due a little bit of a bad game, right? Like but Comparing the two players, if you were playing for your life, I'll dead set put Isaiah Yo in because he's the quality levels between the two players. Consistency on one side for Yo. Lane, we know the ability that he's got, but we also know that he can is hit and miss, right? There's, there's rocks and diamonds. There's nothing in between where Yo, I think he's that consistent 55 to 65 range, but I think Lane's got a higher upside. But, Jonty, I know that you're – because he's his shooter's brother-in-law. I know they're in a bit of a head-to-head tussle. I would go Yo because of the security. But if you've got big balls, go for Lane. I think it's just one of those things. Security Lane, big balls. Sorry, security Yo, big balls Lane. Absolutely. I think Lane's had a few of those offloads in the last few weeks as well. He's offloaded crazy. Two, three, and three, and another three in the last three weeks. So those offloads have been ridiculous. I'm not sure if he can keep that up or not, but yeah, I definitely agree with you there, TK. Riley, this one's for you. James Turner, would you trade out Clemmer or Elliot for Munster? So one of the two that he's trading out there. I was just having a look at Clem there, boys, because it's a little bit of a flip of a coin, but with Elliot only getting that one stint last week and that mysterious injury he's got, whether it's ribs, back, uh, whatever it is, I would be trading Elliot out. And he only had that one stint too. So look at the Knights bench. They're carrying uh, that utility in Crossland and three forwards. So I'd expect Clem to get that uh, 45 to 55 minutes and go around that one PPM. So you'd hope for a 50 score out of him with Elliot. Who knows what Sticky could do? And he was dropping off a lot of tackles last week too, which is what we were worried about Frizz uh, when it happened to him, his rib injury. So, yeah, I'd be trading Elliot out. Sweet as. Moving on to Jake Biddle. Uh, Foggy, Brimo or Dylan Brown? This one's a pretty easy one for me. I already got Dylan Brown, and I'm loving his, his scores at the moment, especially with Lane on that edge. What are your thoughts on this one, TK? Yeah, I think Dylan Brown with Moses back. I'm expecting him to kind of come back to the pack a little bit. He did last week as well. Brimo's the smoky, right? Because the Titans seem to play a different style of footy last week, and then they have a better draw as well. Fogarty, I don't mind him as well, but I just don't think he's got the upside. Brimo's just seemed to be very explosive last week. Kyle Brett brought up a really good stat last night on their show about his scores going through the roof without Sexton as well. So maybe out of the three of them, again, if your risk is on the high side, out of those three, I'd go Brimo. Sweet draw or two. Brennan Vickery. Lads again. Right. Uh, Matthew Williams. Tago to Dwayne. I'm guessing that's um, guessing that's who he means. Uh, last, it's his last trade. Uh, he's in his grand final qualifier. What are your thoughts on this one, Riley? That's 
pretty straightforward. Dwayne all the way. Average uh, 63, I think, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, proven pedigree in that 5'8 position. Average at 60 there last year. Finish a year really well. So, yeah, I'd stick to him. He scored 70 last week against the Sharkies and got absolutely dominated. So, yeah, Dwayne all the way. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid option there. Like, you, you saw it last year as well when he's playing that 5'8 position. He averages mm. over 60. Same as this year. Like, Tigers aren't doing too well. And he's still averaging, so he's getting plenty of stats in all all different columns. So, definitely agree with you there, Riley. Uh, Connor Elwood got three trades left. Trading Karaz to Cotter and thinking of trading May. Is it worth trading May to Bird or leaving it since he's playing? What are your thoughts on this one, TK? I think with May playing tonight, I, th- I would leave him. Because he's got three trades left. Those three trades could be huge going into the last two rounds where there's going to be the expectation of people getting rested. Trading Karaz to Cotter, yeah, that's not a bad trade. I really like what Cotter brought to the table last week. So considering he's got three, I would make that one trade, Karaz to Cotter. Stick with May for the time being. He still plays in a very strong Penrith team. So, And is it worth trading May to Bird? No, definitely not. So just make the one trade, Karaz to Cotter. I think the Bulldogs have kind of come off the ball a little bit too. And the Cowboys got three very important games. So I do think that Cotter will get stuck in, get that high 50s to 60 minutes as well. So good trade, Karaz, to Cotter. Sweet ass. Bryce Callanan. Need to trade a Garrick. He's obviously out this week. Uh, injured, I think it's out for the season as well, from what I saw from NRL Physio today. Um, I have 612K. Should I just go straight to drink water? So this is a good one for me, I reckon. I picked up drink water, I think it was last, yeah, last week. He scored a 42, but he didn't really do too much. But I still think he's a good option around that 600k mark. He's a very much a cut price play. He's probably still going to his average isn't really gonna, isn't going to change too much. Still averaging around that 46 mark. But the big ones, the Warriors this week. If he can go big this week, I reckon he's a good option. If he gets a big 80 or something like that, he's, he might be able to average over that 50 mark for the rest of the season. So why not? I, I like him. Go for it. Uh, Jeremy Collett. Who goes on the pint? Moses. Arrow, Haas. Uh, if it's Arrow, I can't loop the trail, so I have to choose from two of them. Thoughts on this one, TK? I wouldn't I wouldn't be looping Latrell to start with. He's a quality 17-man player anyway. So who goes on the pine? Moses, Arrow, Haas, if it's... Well, Haas is definitely... You're not looping Haas. You're playing Haas. Mm. I think out of those two, given that Moses does a lot of kicking, I would probably go Moses because... Had Penrith been at full strength, I'd probably say go Arrow, but I, I do expect Souths not to win comfortably tonight, but I think that they will win well, like 24-12 or something like that. And I think Moses, Parramatta needs something really special out of him on the weekend. So if I was to pick me, I'll definitely be playing Haas and Latrell, and I'll pick Moses ahead of Arrow. Absolutely. I think it's a bit of a luxury decision too. I think all, all four of those are pretty good options. So very good position he's in, Jeremy. We must have a good uh, team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brennan Vickery again. Uh, this one's for you, Riley. Thoughts on a five-year Seraldo deal? What are your thoughts on that? I actually really like it. It's given, even though I suppose they did it with Barrett, but they've given Seraldo a five-year period to say, it's your team, fix it pretty much, uh, and sort of get us back on track and get us back playing that football that's got us to grand finals, got us premierships, and got us that support that we've had in the kennels. So, yeah, I really like it. And he's taken players like Burton with him. They've just got that solidarity now. Yeah, I don't mind it either. Um, just with that, like, five-year deal, it, it is a fair bit. And you're, say, like, with rookie coaches, but 
Trent Barrett had a bit of a rough ride. He was at Manly. He played well there. Uh, he coached well there for a bit. Then the team went to shit, and then then went to Penrith. Did really good, but it, it was very up and down. Where Serraldo's been there for a very long time, so I think he's probably done that really more of a long sort of, I guess, apprenticeship, sort of like a Fitzgibbon. What, what are your thoughts on that one, TK? Yeah, I just think if they give him a five-year deal, stick with him for five years because mm. Gus Gould has a really bad philosophy of cutting coaches really quickly. Like, he thought Trent Barrett was going to be the next Wayne Bennett and then all of a sudden he's turfed him, right? It's happened. He, he punts a lot of coaches. So it's one of those things that he's brought Sorolla over there to do a job and it isn't an easy job. I think still the turnaround... With the players they've got on board next year, I think they'll push for the kind of that seventh or eighth place. But still, it's a huge job just to even get him to that far. So I just hope because I've met Cameron a couple of times through one of my mates because their daughters went to school together. Lovely guy as well. But I just really hope because he was a former Sharky as well that he does really, really well. Obviously, Penrith's got a huge rap on him. But it, like Riley just said about rookie coaches, you know, they can get turfed really quickly as well. I just hope they just, you know, they put five years and give him a solid amount of time to, to actually turn that team around because he needs it, man. Absolutely. Definitely agree with you there. Matt Pittman, need an 18th man under 360K. Miller, Dykes, Salmon or someone else. What are your thoughts on this one, TK? I'm guessing he's using this as a second trade, maybe as a downgrade and to upgrade someone else. Who, who's 18th man? Who, who are you looking at as a cash out? Probably yeah. maybe, maybe Dykes. I'll take Dykes only because Miller, I think he's going to be out of the team next week. They're talking Siffer was nearly close this week to coming back. So once Siffer's back, they've got Connor Tracy back in the centres this week. So he'll automatically go back to the wing, which means Miller would be 18th man for the Sharkies. Jermaine Salmon, again, I think Luai's back any time now as well. So he could be out of the team before the end of the season. I just think with Will Kennedy being nowhere near, I think he's due back second week of the finals. I think Dykes really did well last week to get a 36. Finally got a trial on the board as well, which is always great for the confidence for a young man. I think what's his price now at the moment is 232k. Perfect. Lock him in. Great to draw for the Sharkies, and they're a top four club. Might just throw another little one in the ring there. Hamaso Tabuai Fido for the last is he? He's back on the wing. I'm pretty sure now. Nah, so with, oh, he's bench this week. Ah, Belt okay. Back in the wing. Completely ignore what I just said. <laughs> we'll move on. Keegan Nesbitt. C for the week, Hines or Murray was going to get rid of Reed or Elliott for Cotter, but now that Garrick's out, should I hold and play Polo or go Brimo, Cheese, Drinky, Butcher or someone else, a Sharky? Got true trades left anyway. Riley, what are your thoughts on this one? I'm going to go Murray for captain this week. Just playing against Penrith, plenty of work through the middle, offloads. Him and Cookie are going to have to dominate for South to get home and create space for Luttrell. So I'm going to go Murray for captain. Getting rid of Reed or Elliot for Cotter does make sense, especially when you have two trades left. But you have to trade Garrick out. Um, yeah, you've got to trade Garrick out and go to your next best option because you can't leave a player that's six, seven hundred k sitting on your emergencies, who's going to lose you fifty points. You can't leave him sitting there this time of year. He's got to go. Absolutely agree with that because that's seven hundred k as well. You. Your head to head opponent is probably going to have that extra on top of their cap as well. So definitely can agree you, with you. Can you go Garrick to Cotter? That'd be, yeah, absolutely. That'd be not a bad option at all. Hey, Jake, uh, I was going to bring it up on that last question when you brought up kind of the Cowboys. How do you boys think that the Cows are going to respond? Very emotional. It's going to be the very first time they play at home. 
big thing with Greeny, obviously, last week, which is absolutely, you know, is still kind of rocking everyone, right? How do you expect them to kind of go this week, man? I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna turn up. Like you've seen a lot of times. A lot of times in there, when something like this happens, the, the teams usually galvanise together and they usually pull out a win or try that little bit extra. The only exception to that obviously that Tigers game uh, with Tommy uh, with um, yeah Tommy Rodonigas last year. That's probably the one exception where they didn't turn up, and that was funny enough against the Cowboys. So, but I think they're going to turn up. Big stadium up there as well, and it's probably lucky they are against the Warriors too. So. It's a team that they're probably likely to win, and I, I don't think it's. I th- think it's going to be a pretty easy one. To, personally, I reckon they're going to go twenty or thirty point win on them. I reckon so. Might be yeah. a little bit biased there, anyway. How far is Rocky from Townsville, boys? Uh, what's it, Riley? About an eight-hour drive, nine-hour drive. It's a, a bit further away. Bit further away yeah, than Brisbane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. How's the yeah. mood even been that far up in North Queensland? I know that. A lot of you guys are Cowboys supporters. What's kind of been the mood like around town? Yeah, it's very the same. It's very, you know, very sad, especially, you know, the suicide sort of thing. That It's it's something that's big, especially in these country towns as well. You yeah. know, mental illness, a lot of people are growing up trying to be act tough or try, trying to push through things, um, not really talk about their mental health and things like that. So it's been a really tough subject here, especially Greeny played for both Cowboys and Broncos and obviously coached the Cowboys. So... Rockies made up of mostly Cowboys and Broncos supporters, so it's it's probably it's, it's really hit home here. From yeah. what I've, what about yourself, Riley? Have you, what have you felt about around the town? Yeah, I think I don't know. People have just more stood up now, and people have actually come out and thought about it and thought, "Wow, well, it's probably something I've actually never thought about and something I need to face." Really, um, yeah, they haven't sort of processed it. But going back to the cows, I think the emotion actually got the better of them last week. And I wouldn't want to be a New Zealand supporter this week because I listened to Peyton's press conference and there was one phrase that stood out to me and he said, we got a lesson in finals football. And the cows aren't just going to finish in the top four or going to make up numbers in the finals. Peyton's got him there to win it. And he's got support around him, which like Dean Young and all that sort of stuff. They want to go deep into the finals and they want to push teams like Penrith, Melbourne, the Bunnies and the Sharkies. So I really would expect the Cows to fire and he's potentially peaked them too early. But, yeah, I'd expect them to come out firing this week. Yeah, I think Absolutely. they need Lolo to stand up, eh, boys? Like, mm. they lost the middle and lost it hard in that first 10 minutes. Like, Lodge absolutely schooled them last year. He looked like the best prop in the world last week, fulfilling his Hess, promise. But, yeah, Hess had eight running metres in his first stint, and he's our run-on front rower. Yeah. They've done a good thing putting Jordan McLean back in there. He's had an outstanding season. And I don't think they've peaked too soon. I think it was just one of those things that the Cows have a relatively really good draw as well throughout the whole season, and they've played really well at home too, right? So I think, I think it's just that loss, that loss could come at a good time. Like mm-hmm. you need that little bit of a wake-up call just before the finals so you don't get complacent. So – it might be good for them and it might kick them into gear a bit. And they also have the Rabbitohs and Penrith coming mm. up in the final two weeks. So that, there's another two that might they'll, might springboard them into the finals, get them ready to play that sort of tough finals football. But anyway, we'll go back to the questions. Ryan CB, last trade heading into head-to-head playoffs. Garrick and Barnett out. Uh, two options. He's going to bring in Cotter and RFM or he can go Dewey and Frizz. What are your thoughts on this one, Riley? You've got to bring in Cotter, I think, boys, with that 
DPP hooker cover. Most of us in that top 5,000 have either Grant or Cook or Robson. So I think you really do need Cotter on that run home to cover Grant and Cook in that round 25. And RFM, did he play 80 minutes last week, Jake? Yeah, so I actually had a little look at RFM and I I watched. I think I've watched all those three games that he's been starting. On footystatistics.com, I think he's been named at lock every week, mm. but I think the first two weeks he actually played second row, but yeah, last week, he yeah, he playing the entire time. But mm. I thought I'm pretty sure this week, just gone from what I watched the game, he spent a fair bit of time at lock. I believe um, you see there 40 tackles, 160. Minutes. I thought he was a little bit more involved this week. I only watched but, the first half, so I can't mm. comment. But in that first half, he definitely played on the edge. On the edge, yep. He may yeah. have just switched there for maybe 10, 20 minutes. I did watch a little mm. bit of the game, and I did notice him in the middle for a little bit, but it might have just been a, might have been in the rotation. He's in my 17 at the moment because I've run out of play. <laughs> I was loving it. Loving it. That's a great score. 59 is a fucking real good mm. score. Uh, James Gilbert, Garrick to Brimson or McInnes? Both of the... Uh, both with soft runs home, um, but without Brimo, Envoy is my only winger fullback cover. If Trellmit pulls out, uh, I think Trellmit's in. If I, I think Teamless comes out pretty much now, so have a, have a little quick little look at that. Um, but he can also go Adam Reynolds or Ryan Madison. What are your thoughts on this one, TK? I think you're looking up the Teamless now. Yeah, I'm just having a look at the kind of late changes there. But at the moment, I think... Given that you've got a wing fullback and you don't want to be playing M by, I think you've kind of answered your own question. I think you've got to go to Brimson. I think McInnes, he did really, really well during the actual season. Now that Dale Finucane's back, his minutes stripped back to 50 minutes. So still fantasy relevant, but at this time of year when you're trying to kind of send it a little bit, I think Brimo against that that draw that he's got, I think will be the higher upside. And he's also a jewel as well. So it'll give you a bit of cover if anything happens as well. So he does. Zach Trussler. Uh, trade out Elliot or Lolo and who too? It's his last trade and he's got 200k in the bank. This one's a bit strange because I'd, I'd almost be holding maybe both of them. Elliot's probably the one I'm thinking of going, but he's got to that 200k in the bank. Who, who are you thinking here, Riley? I think you got to get rid of Lolo. Just send him out of your team at, is he 560? Price that? Let's have a quick. Let's have a quick look. Five ninety is that averaging forty five ninety. So, let's have a look at Haas. Someone like Payne That's Haas, yeah. So you can go straight. Isaiah to Haas. Yo as well, yeah. Haas, yeah. Isaiah Yo's in that within two hundred k. Yep. Jo- so uh, look at Joe Offengaway. Yep. So yeah, Lolo out. Look at Haas, Joe O, and who's the other one? Uh, Isaiah Yo. And Isaiah Yo. Isaiah, Probably rank yep. them Joe O, Haas Yo. Sweet Joe O being the first pick. Cool. Uh, Nathan Affleck, this is a bit of a long one here. Have a good read of this, TK. Hey, boys, sorry for the longer question. Three trades, and he's in a head to head semi final. He's got Book the Dykes, guessing that's a bit of a cash out to free up a bit of funds. And he's going Tohu to Cotter, which. Strength isn't his 18th man. Not sure about that one. And two, DCE to Yo and Tohu. And yeah, obviously Tohu to Cotter. Send it with big dick energy. Toho, DC and Tohu to Cook. I'm guessing that's another option for his Tohu trade out. What are your thoughts here, boys? I'm leaning towards holding Tohu here. Go Cowboys, absolutely. 
What he says in his head hits semi. So I'm mm. assuming this elimination. So I think he's got to send it because it could be just dying. There's no tomorrow. Mm. So I think you've got to go big dick energy when it's an elimination. What do you think with that Cowboys? If you're expecting the Cowboys to win this week against that Warriors match, are you expecting Tohu to get those more defensive stats over Cotter, or, you, or you probably is Cotter worth it with those extra you know attacking stats maybe this week? Mm, it's an interesting question. I think it'll be pretty similar. I do expect mm. Tohu, yeah, like you said, to get some defensive stats. It's one of those things. The, the week that you drop Tohu in DCE, they'll fire. I can see it happen <laughs> right away. The thing is, I think a lot of the other teams will have Cook and Mon- Money Munster. So it's not like you're potting up, especially against the good teams. So maybe even if you know what your opponent's got, do they have Cook or Munster? Because all you're doing is just equaling them and you've just sent it. Mm. Maybe you can send it and try to get a few pods and just pray to fantasy God because I think that's better than trying to just equal them out, right, Jakey? Yeah, I think I think so. I think that especially that Toto. If you can afford to trade a Toto, his winger fullback, obviously, to someone in one of those other positions, if you have that coverage to be able to trade him to a half or a hooker, I think that's the, probably the one. I think, to, personally, Toto is a hold for me, and even DC, I think, is a hold for me. But if you can somehow free up those trades, maybe that booth to Dykes and use that extra money to get Toho to one of those elite guns, I think that's probably the way I'd be going. Uh, James Turn here. What are your trades? What trades do you prefer? So... First one here, Butcher to Cotter or Elliot to Munster. What do you think on this one, Riley? No brainer. You've got to go Elliot to Munster. Butcher's 80 minutes on the edge, try scoring upside, hard worker in defence, rack up 40, 40 tackles a week, 100 run metres, easy 50 in base. You've got to hold Butcher and trade Elliot. Too easy. Go a bit of rapid fire. Uh, this one's for you, TK. Garrick, drink water. Or uh, Garrick to drink water or the cheese? What are your thoughts here? Oh, like you said, Cowboys going to bounce back. You want drink water in your team. I think he's going to hit a 50. But cheese is going incredibly well at the moment. I'll back the cheese because the cheese has got Brisbane on a Friday night. I think he's pretty pumped up for the finals. I'll go Garrick to cheese. Sweet as. Jonty Wood, Elliot Dakota. I think we've already summed this up the whole show. Absolutely. Definitely at least a 10-point upgrade there. So pull the trigger. Josh Valiso, Toto, and May to Dykes and Cotter. What are your thoughts on this one, Riley? It's even considering Lane as a little pod there. I don't like it if Dykes is in your 17. Um, and, yeah, I don't like it if you're spending two trades just to get Cotter or Lane when we've still got a couple of weeks to go to cover injuries and suspensions. So, no. Mm. Absolutely. Ashley Boone, can... Moanga win the wink stakes, lads. I'm not <laughs> also <laughs> cashing down Lolo and want a decent cheapie who can score a couple of 30s. Edwards from the Dogs or Boyd from the Titans? Thoughts on this one, TK? Hold, hold, Lolo. I think he's due. He's had a couple of kind of high 30s in a row. And I reckon that to, for the Cowboys to stand up in these final series coming up, they're going to need more out of Lolo. And this is kind of the game where he can probably find a little bit of space up the guts, maybe make a break and maybe finally score a try this year. So I would say hold, Lolo. Sweet as. So, t- I know you have to get off here, TK, soon, going to dinner tonight, but we'll finish off with one more. We'll go both of you boys. Dominic Thompson, should I loop Ilias or Taylor May with Polo this week? So, I'm guessing Polo is a second option in that tonight's game, Ilias or Taylor May. What are you, what's your thoughts here, both of you guys? Start off with TK. Uh, I wouldn't be looping. Uh, Talon May, I'd be playing. 
Ilias is the loop for sure. He's Talamay's a way better player than Ilias. Hands down. What if both uh, Ilias and Talamay were the 18th and 19th men, and Polo's at 21st? Who, if if he's in that lucky of a position with May as his 18th man, what what are your thoughts there? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll put I'll push May ahead of Ilias. Push push May ahead. Yeah, sounds good. Same same there with you, Riley. Yeah, you got to loop May. I yeah, May's ahead of Ilias. You got to loop him. Sweet as. Well, thanks for that, boys. Um, we'll just finish off with a little bit of NRL mixer. Um, I know you aren't playing TK. You're going on holidays, but uh, Rolly, any smokies? What's your team looking like? Give us a little bit of uh, advice with uh, NRLW starting this weekend. Who who are you thinking? So my team is Cook, Murray, apologies for the pronunciation, Togaluhi, Hines, Kelly, and Toganato. Um Tonegato, I, I believe. I think the last one's called Tonegato. Tonegato, yeah. My issue was who I was going to pick for my mid and edge. The reason I went Murray um, instead of Millie Boyle was just because there was no quality male edge that was a clear choice for me. There was no one like um, IPAPS, Tohu, Gus Crichton. None of them were – I couldn't pick any of them up in the edge. So that's why I went Murray instead of um, Millie Boyle. Millie's definitely going to be 100% owner. That's I think Riley's mm. doing a good thing getting away from everyone. Because sometimes when everyone's piling into this one player, you've got to separate yourself because there's only a handful of players you can pick, right? And I think Murray and um, Tugalahi will outscore Boyle and I suppose Sean Lane, a lot of people are picking up now. I think yep. what I've done will... How many trades do you get, boys? It's unlimited. So it's, it's very similar to what the match day format used to be. So you pick just your six players and you can change it every week. So it's unlimited trade. So week to week, you can just swap in and out whoever you want. You get two captains, so one male captain and one female captain. So that might even uh, mix up a little bit. I'll go through my team. So I've got Cookie there uh, as my hooker. I think he's probably a very obvious one, not many women's hookers. I I did see a few people, I think, on Facebook looking at, um, I think it was Lauren Brown who played hooker for the Broncos last year. She's actually moved over to the Titans, and I think she's been named in the halves. So... She's one that I'd probably be staying away from. Um, probably not going to get those base stats anymore. Um, but yeah, Cookie for me in the hooker position. Millie Boyle, I'm probably the same as everyone else. She's going to be my women's captain in the mid. Um, I've got Sean Lane, but I'm still tossing up. There's a few little other options. Maybe David Feeder is one I'm thinking of. I might be able to slot in there. And if you're looking for a woman in that uh, edge role, Amber Hall from the Broncos as well. She's going to be their main attacking weapon this year, so maybe look for her minutes to go up to 70 minutes this year. I, th- I think she's probably, if Broncos want to win the comp, she's going to have to have, have a massive season. Um, got Hines there at half. He's my male captain. Uh, obvious reasons, averaging 70, so I think he's a must-have as well. Isabel Kelly, probably another popular one. Uh, got She's just an absolute gun in that same position, very much a workhorse. And also got Tonegato there. Um, we're going to fall back too, but a few other options. Tim, Timmy Corrupton, she's actually a rocky girl. Um, she moved to the Knights, who's actually, they've actually got a really good team this season. So if you're looking for someone else, maybe uh, Tamika Upton. And also Sam Bremner, she's returning as well. She's playing for the Roosters. So I think this is her first season in a while. So she's an absolute gun. I think she was off, uh, had a baby. So um, coming back at fullback. And I think she was in the New South Wales squad as well this year. So that's my team. Um, anything else from you, TK, you want to add? Nothing. Good luck, boys. Nothing. Hope you smash it. Hope you get a few prizes, boys, and bring it home for Talking League. Absolutely. And if you want to join that, just go to the NRL.com, 
on the drop-down tab on the side, you can see our old mixer, and you can join and play weekly. Um, so just to end the show, i uh, just like to thank everyone out there listening um, and watching on Facebook Live and anyone who's you know gone and read our articles from the boys this year, any of our content that we put out. We really support, uh, really love it, love your support, love interacting with all you guys and love making the content. So thanks a lot again. And TK, thanks for having us, mate. Uh, you've built the team up a little bit this year. You've um, expanded the Talking League team and it's been really good to be here. So thanks a lot for that. Ah, absolutely, boys. You guys have put in some huge efforts and I've signed some quality people. I feel like I'm uh, actual, like, better than some of the <laughs> CEOs signing players. I've signed some absolute guns this year. So looking forward to seeing where we can take it in 2023. Some big plans. Give us a little bit of a break, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be back bigger and better because we've got some huge plans for next year. So stay tuned. Absolutely. And thanks again, Roy. Thanks for being on the Thursday show. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, been good having you on and also loved your articles this year. So thanks a lot for that. Yeah, it's been awesome, boys. And, yeah, thanks for the opportunity, TK, and hopefully bigger and better things next year. Definitely. Let's go, boys. Sweet as. All right, we'll sign off here. Uh, thanks for watching the show. Thanks for listening on Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, have a good one. See ya. See ya, kids.